During last week's first installation of this multiple week episode on standardized exams and how to ace them, I focused on how to prepare as a high school student to write your college admissions tests and utterly ace them utilizing the strategy that I disclosed. Now this week, I will be focusing on how as a professional school candidate, you can set yourself up for success so you can get the highest score possible for yourself with the standardized exams that are necessary. Now, these standardized exams follow a very similar logic to what we discussed on the podcast last week, but they also require more self-directed study and planning than that of college entrance exams. Now, why? Because for the most part, professional school exams, such as the LSAT and MCAT, especially are a lot harder. (laughs) But I will explain why shortly. When you are preparing to write your SATs and ACT as a high school student, there is more school-directed communication and expectations regarding your preparation for and taking that exam. School administrators support you through the process, often suggesting study aids or depending on the school offering, preparation sessions and practice exams for students. This highly scaffolded process truly aligns students for success as they prepare to write this exam that they've been told is a determining factor for the career success. Though we know that is not the only factor and is not necessarily and solely true. Now, as such, most students are provided with increased opportunity to fare much better on these exams based on these supports. Furthermore, students are tested on materials that are or should be covered in their high school curriculum. So the amount of self-study required should not be exorbitant. Now, When we compare the SATs and ACT to graduate school entrance exams like the GRE, we do see some similarities. The amount of time required to prepare for the GRE should not be as substantial given that the tested concepts should have been covered for the most part and at this time of recording during the testers undergraduate studies. Yes, there will be more self-directed learning required than the college admissions exams, but students should not be surprised by this after completing their degree. For the GRE, two to three months of study with regularly scored practice exams to ensure the test taker's score is progressing as they expect is usually adequate preparation time. Though it is important to first do a diagnostic exam so your energy can be focused on learning more in the areas you are weak while simply maintaining your knowledge base in the areas that you are strong. In contrast, professional school exams like the LSAT, MCAT, ODAT, PCAT, etc. require more self-directed preparation. This is because many of the question phrasing and content on these exams require applicants to learn how to master them on their own. Depending on the applicant's course of study for their undergraduate degree, the tested material usually will exceed their knowledge base. So further time is needed to be spent in order to ensure the test taker has the correct knowledge base before attempting these 
three and a half for the LSAT to even seven hour exams, such as the MCAT. Furthermore, the questions on these exams are not asked in a direct manner. Instead, they often require students to apply logic and reasoning to their knowledge base at a much more demanding level than experienced in undergraduate studies. At first, this would seem rather cold of test takers, test take writers, though it is clear this is done to reaffirm students can apply their higher order level thinking skills when approaching problems within these professions under a time crunch. So, you might ask, how long should I prepare for these exams before writing them? Well, in all honesty, this answer depends on the following. First, your score on a diagnostic exam and your knowledge base. Second, the time dedication you have for studying for this exam. And third, your familiarity with the question style provided. If you score well in certain sections, but dismally in others, it would be a good idea to start from scratch in that challenging section. Depending on the exam you're writing and the amount of time you've dedicated to study each day, it is suggested that you spend two to three hours on subject areas that you struggle with, including both studying concepts and completing practice problems for around two to three months to develop more mastery. If you are doing very poorly, that is below the average cutoff requirements for most schools you plan to apply to in each area, you need to first build up your knowledge base in each subject area. In this case, plan to study for 10 to 14 months. This will give you enough time to study all of the new concepts and practice how to apply them to the questions effectively. In addition, if you trend well in your practice test over time, you can speed up when you plan on writing the exam without feeling rushed or overwhelmed. Finally, I want to speak to an important concept on these exams. They are used to determine if you know the material and can apply it to critical thinking situations. Most students who are nearing or are at the median score of these exams know the content. It is applying it in critical thinking situations that they are usually struggling with. So that being said, do not fret. I can support you with demystifying what exactly the test takers want you to keep in mind when approaching their questions, as well as your overall study plan accountability. So. Spend some time pinpointing exactly what is holding you back from achieving your ideal score. If you need help with this process, do make sure you reach out. I have a lot of experience with this particular area, as well as other areas, and supports and support resources in place to help you get from where you currently are to where you want to be. Overall, with this test taking, but also within your career. So reach out. My email is provided in the bio section of this podcast. With that being said, have a phenomenal day.